Some of us are out here trying so hard to keep up the hype of Miss Independent, it's exhausting. That was a comment I had on a recent social media post and it got me thinking about how we as women deprioritise ourselves, especially over the holiday period. Let's discuss. You're listening to This Woman Can. I'm your host, Janice Sutherland, where I help mature professional black women take charge of their careers and lives to create a future on their terms. Hey, and welcome back to This Woman Can. Now, this time of year for me actually gets fairly quiet on the work front. Not that I'm complaining because I also like to slow down for the festival period. But actually, it's probably the time, the time women need me most because we are often the hostess with the mostess, we're run ragged and we're doing so much. And if we get real for a moment, it's almost it's also the time of year where we can find ourselves triggered emotionally. Um, we can overreact to things. We're very heightened uh, with our reactions. There are conversations we may regret or we experience moments with family that are less than ideal. And with all that being said, there's going to be a plethora of self-care options. But for me, for this episode today, I am really honing in on our mental well-being, especially in all the holiday hustle and bustle. So let me share some tips that will help you navigate, which can be sometimes a stressful period, even when it is happy. The first thing is to know your triggers. Before those family gatherings, you know, all the big groups and where people are pushed together, where they normally wouldn't be together for extending moments of time, reflect on what pushes your buttons. Consider the topics, the people and past experiences that may actually send you over the edge a little bit. Maybe your mother-in-law, you know, criticizing how you're doing some particular, somebody's children not being well behaved, but know your triggers. Understanding your triggers actually sets the stage for proactive self-care. Number two, reprogram your response. And by that, I mean, take charge by rehearsing what your responses may be in advance. Picture yourself responding calmly and confidently. Look in the mirror, practice it out loud, do a little self role play. How can you navigate conversations with the grace and wisdom that actually defines you, that reflects who you really are? Number three is set boundaries. Decide on your comfort zones. What topics will you engage in? What deserves your stand? And when is it okay to just gracefully walk away and say, look, I'm not getting involved in this? Establishing boundaries empowers you to navigate social scenarios with intention. And number four, acknowledge and vent. Don't keep it all in. Embrace your feelings and find an outlet whether it's a trusted confidant uh, with a secret escape plan or someone on speed dial who's ready to empathise and share a laugh. Having that supportive partner with you or in crime can make all the difference. And I just wanted to stop there and offer some hints and tips for those of us who are dealing with the experience of loss, um, especially at this time of year. Um, As those of you who've been listening to me um, for a while will know that my mother passed earlier this year and this will be the first Christmas um, without her. I've already had first birthdays and, you know, I've been, I'm working through it. But it can get, I suppose, 
quite difficult at this time. So I just wanted to share some of the things that I've been doing that's helped me through the process that may help you too. The first I'd say is acknowledge your feelings and it's okay to feel the range of emotions from sadness and anger. Allow yourself to experience those feelings and acknowledge them without judgment. If there was a particular tradition you had, um, you can consider establishing new traditions or adapting existing ones. For me, um, I've cleaned my house. That's what my mum always did around Christmas. So I've repainted the house. I've got very, very busy. It's something that she did that brings me, gives me a sense of connection to her um, and continuity. If you need support, reach out for it. Don't hesitate to lean on friends, family, a support group. Sharing how you feel with others can provide comfort and understanding. Um, self-care, I think it goes without, I, I, I would say it goes without saying, but it is a thing to be more cognizant of at this time of year. So make sure you prioritize it and make sure you get enough rest and engaging activities you enjoy. Keeping in mind all the tips I said before about really managing your mental wellness as well. Memorialize and celebrate. So you can create a memorial space or a ritual that works for you. Maybe lighting a candle, sharing stories, contributing to a cause. For me, I have photos of my mom, um, very prominent photos. And I will just remember and talk to talk to share stories with my husband about the memories she had because she spent Christmas here with us. So we have those memories. Then I want you to think about realist, having realistic expectations because... The holiday season will or might feel differently feel different this year. And it's OK if it does. You don't need to have that same level of festivity. You don't have to force it. Be realistic with yourself, with the expectations that you're expecting of yourself and give yourself permission to take things one step at a time. You may want to think about journaling, you know, to express your thoughts and emotions. Writing it down sometimes helps and it can be a really therapeutic way to process grief. And if you are finding it challenging, you get professional support if you need it. It's nothing wrong with that if that's what you need to get through. So there's just not I won't be doing all of it, but there's some things there that I've looked at and that have been helping me um, through through the process, because at this time of year, remember, it's all about creating uh, a mental wellness toolkit that's uniquely tailored to your journey and that works for you. You don't have to look at what everybody else is doing. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. It really is but what works for you. So I hope that helps. If you have anything you would like to add, I'd be more than happy to hear it. So make sure you connect me on so on all the socials or email me info at Janice Sutherland so I can add it to add it to my toolkit of mental mental care uh, activities I'll be doing over the period. So until next time, take care and remember: if I can, you can. This woman can. Thanks for listening. If you got something from this week's episode, please let me know. Better yet, share it with your friends, colleagues and anyone you know who can benefit from this message. Don't forget to subscribe or write a review and connect with me at my website, JanniceSutherland.com, where you can also subscribe to the This Woman Can newsletter or connect with me on LinkedIn. Remember, you have the wisdom, resilience, authenticity and power to create a life on your terms. And if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time.